It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. And Garrett Ross in the studio. Good morning and welcome into game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. It's 10.03. We're glad you're with us. we got a lot going on today. Garrett, it, Glenn will join us in just a couple right. of seconds. But we, we, we've, got, we've got a show for you today. We've got a lot of things we're going to cover. We're going to obviously talk some high school football. Brad Tauber to be with us a little later on. The uh, head football coach and athletic director down in Holland. We'll have him on the program. Uh, if everything goes... A, Goes well and goes according to old Hoyle. We're going to have uh, Bill Bradley on the program. Uh, kind of a blast from the past. Where are they now? The, one of the uh, former DCs right. at Baylor, and what a what a terrific guy he he is. And we'll have him on the program. And we're going to talk some Texas Tech Red Raider athletics and and what's going on in Lubbock as they um they've got a couple of uh, they got some things going on on the financial side. Right, all a direct result of of COVID nineteen. Yeah, we we kind of knew this was going to come when you started seeing programs uh, like Stanford cut, you know, get rid of like your cross country and things like that. But so right now, Texas Tech isn't to that point, but you're still seeing people lose their jobs because they're just not going to generate the revenue that you have from these games. And that was that's been one of the key points across the board for all the NCAA. Yeah, I mean, we've we've said it a million times that uh, football and to some degree, men's basketball, they kind of drive right. the athletic department. And when you're talking about reducing, don't look at it from how many are coming in, look how many are not coming in. So 75% or so of your seats will go unsold, unused. That means 75% of your soft drinks aren't sold. Mm-hmm. I mean, just go on and on and on. And, and boy, that is a huge, huge number. And when you're trying to use that to – to facilitate the rest of your athletic department, uh, something's got to give. And I wonder, they're going to make some changes. We'll talk about those changes coming up in a few minutes. And they're pretty drastic, in my yes. opinion, and dramatic. Uh, is is this going to – is this going to – is it going to trickle to other programs? I mean, are we going to see this throughout the league throughout the and throughout the country? I hope not. But honestly, I think we're probably going to. And I think you're going to see it more so in your areas like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 who are not playing athletics at all. At least, you know, in the Big 12, you're going to see a little bit of revenue come in because you're going to have – 25% capacity, so that's some fans that are going to be going. And I don't know if they're going to do concession stands or not. They probably aren't. So, but, you know, that's that's one of the things you're going to have to look into. I know personally for me, I knew that the money coming in from these sporting events generated the, the athletic department as far as uh, your games and everything, but I never really thought about the people behind the scenes whose livelihood, you know, depend on that revenue. You, you have people who are ticket takers, ushers, mm-hmm. concessionaires, People that work in the out in the parking area to help uh, facilitate parking. There's a lot of people that Baylor University and all of these universities, for that matter, right. that they hire. And you can say, well, it's a part-time job, but some of those people work football, then they work men's basketball, then they work women's basketball, then they work baseball, then mm-hmm. they work softball, because all of those facilities have to have people to to operate. And when you could say it's a part-time job, but when you're talking about nine months out of the year, right. it, that's that's significant income for those folks, and it's significant money out of the pocket of the university. Yeah, but even if it's it's a part-time job, that's something that those people know and they have marked. Like, hey, we might be struggling right now, but once it hits football season, right. we're going to be all right. We're going to have the extra money coming in, and now, unfortunately, that's not the case. And what we're talking about is Texas Tech announced on Monday a series of cost-cutting measures across their athletics department, including 
listen to this, the elimination of 40 positions as well as a structured scale for salary reductions among the employees, the eliminated positions will be effective on September the 30th. So, I mean, that is, I mean, that's, that is a huge, huge number. And, uh, and boy, boy, you, you start talking about, you start talking about, uh, you start talking about the, uh, the elimination of those jobs. And then, you know, there's 40 people without a job and then they're, they're not spending money in the, in the marketplace and in the community. So, uh, it, it, it's it's a trickle down effect, so uh, it, it's going to be difficult. Difficult. We're going to talk gonna, a little about that. Uh, we're going to talk about that as we roll through the the program here this morning. We'll also visit with Bryce Cherry and uh, and some other fun stuff. So we got a lot of things going on on the program here on this Tuesday morning, and look forward to um, to getting into into the show and and just seeing what what we can come up with and we'll also talk with Jarrett Johnson he's uh from inside the redraiders.com and he's going to give us you know from a look at this thing mm. from from the inside i mean he's 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 there in Lubbock and and he'll be able to shed some light on it i mean did they see it coming i mean right. was this something that was 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 you know in the plans when you go back to to you know when this thing hit us in in march and then as as the spring went along and you you eliminated the NCAA basketball tournament, you eliminated a lot of your spring sports, college worlds. There's a lot of things that got knocked off the table this past spring that that probably led to some of these decisions. Oh, I think once the NCAA tournament went away, you started seeing that that money go away. You know, and I think that's probably when you got a good idea of going forward what was going to end up happening. Well, they say the elimination of those 40 jobs will save them somewhere in the neighborhood of 4.49 million dollars so we shall see uh as uh, as we talk with jared johnson uh, a little later on in the program it is 10 9 minutes after 10 o'clock we're going to step aside right here and we'll come back and we'll dive deep into this texas tech thing we'll do that next when espn central texas continues in a moment this weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Our heat advisory continues until 8 o'clock tonight. It'll be partly sunny, breezy, and very humid with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially later on this afternoon and west of Waco. Highs top out at 99 degrees. Our heat index is high as 110. It'll be mostly cloudy tonight with a 40% chance of showers and a few scattered thunderstorms. Lows fall to 75. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies with with a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms. And again, we'll have to watch for heavy rainfall with highs topping out at 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Snap to Sanders. Ooh, he's him, Dan. Oh, he, oh, dropped, he dropped the football. That's a touchdown. It's picked up. Terrell Bernard will run it in for a touchdown. Ball popped out of the hands of Spencer Sanders. He turns it over. Terrell Bernard scooped it up and scored for the Bears. 17-yard return for a touchdown, and Baylor leads by 10. Your home for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas.
Now that the foster child I was working with has been reunified with his family, I realized that the hardest part wasn't that bittersweet day I had to say goodbye. It wasn't the time spent with social workers, attorneys, and others to make sure he had what he needed to succeed. It wasn't learning how to advocate for a child in foster care and how to navigate the system. The hardest part was realizing I had what it took to become a CASA volunteer. Make a difference in a child's life by visiting becomeacasa.org. Every child has a chance. It's you. Brought to you by Texas Casa. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Thank you so much for your time, Patrick. We look forward to talking to you next week. Did you hang up on him that fast? <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> you didn't even get him a chance to say bye. I messed up. <laughs> you know Simmy's going on I'm vacation. On vacation. <laughs> I'm going to call him back right now. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> what the hell just happened, Ward? I don't know. Steven's on vacation, <laughs> brother. I called him before the show See started. Later, <laughs> I got to call on the other line. And so uh, if we have a guest on, I got to call on the other line. I can hang up on them, but it always makes Q really nervous. Very when, nervous. When I hang up on the other line, it usually... It, it makes a noise. It makes a noise, and the pers- the guest kind of drops out for a second, but they come back. So I think at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's 2020, and it's yeah. unacceptable that Steve doesn't know how to use call waiting. <laughs> That's the conversation that needs to be had going forward. Okay? Yes! It's Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Game time on a Tuesday morning. It is 10-14, 14 after 10 o'clock. Tom, Glenn, and Garrett. Here we got a special guest with us. It's Jared Johnson from InsideTheRedRaiders.com. Good morning, Jared. How are you, sir? Jared, you got us? Uh, we're having a little technical difficulty with, with Jared. I think we may have Jared. Jared, you with us? I'm with you now. All right, hey. man. How are you? And good morning. I'm doing great. Good morning to y'all, and thanks for having me on the show. Hey, t- t- tell us a little bit about what's going on in Lubbock. I mean, we we read the story, and you look up, and 40 people are losing a job, and here we go with COVID-19, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people saw this coming just because, I mean, just the capacity cost uh, or the capacity lost and the cost of the gate that they were going to lose. We already knew they lost one home game. Um, they were gonna. They were scheduled to have seven. Now they're gonna have six. Uh, and then the 25% capacity. I mean, that's a big loss. Um, they're estimating 25 million dollars loss. Uh, most of that coming due to you know the coronavirus. 
and so, you know, 20 of the of the 40 positions they're talking about were, were already vacant. They're just not going to fill it. But still, you're talking about 20 people uh, in this community that lost their jobs and then a lot of others who had to take pay cuts, too, as well. So, I mean, it's just tough times, uh, and, needless to say. And that was one of the things that we were talking about in our meetings this morning. On the surface, it's 20 people losing their job, but those are 20 people who then go out and spend money with uh, goods and services that they're they're not going to be spending those dollars in the marketplace anymore. It's so true. I mean, the ripple effects of all this – Really, I mean, since this since spring, I think most of us could see the the, the possible ripple effects, and then thinking about some that you can't even envision, um, it's uh, humbling, I guess, is one way to say it, um, demoralizing. But I mean, uh, that's that's a reality that we're living in right now, you know. And one, and we were just talking about, it. and of course, you know, it's it's everybody looking into a crystal ball. We've had this in Stanford. Now you you're seeing some of it in Lubbock. Is, is this? It's just is this just the tip of the iceberg? I mean, do we is this something you we're gonna see throughout college athletics? Well, I hope not. I think that's why some of the conferences are so desperate to play. I mean, you know, I think it's obvious the Big Twelve, really everybody needs to play college football. Uh and the Big Twelve SEC and ACC are forging ahead, doing whatever they can in order to play because of those ripple effects we were talking about and I don't want to sit here and be doom and gloom and say, I think, you know, we're going to see this all over the country, but I mean, I don't think that's too big of a leap to, to, to say that, that yeah, there's going to be some athletic departments taking some big hits. Jarrett, switching gears on you, man. It's September 1st and you coaches can finally reach out to this class of 2022, man. How busy are your day going to be? <laughs> that's what I was doing. Uh, that's what I was doing before. And that's probably what I'll do after we get off the phone is yeah. You know, of course, we have coverage of that on his other Raiders. Every time in terms of recruiting and and uh, the coaches reaching out to the to all those 2020 recruits, 2022 recruits. I know this morning already we've seen Travell Johnson, Curly Thomas, and a few other guys. Vincent Page. Are those some of the higher targets that Tech is looking at, or who are some key guys that you know maybe be under the radar? Yeah, you're all over it. And I, I tell you what, Travell Johnson's a guy like. You know, I think everybody in the state and the region pretty much likes him. Uh, I was at the Fort Worth Star Telegram before. Uh, you know, I was uh, out here in Lubbock, and I covered Arlington Martin where Travell Johnson plays, and his head coach, Bob Wager, is just one of the best in Texas high school football, and uh, what a great program that is. They've sent a lot of Division One guys uh, since he's been there, and interviewed Terrell Johnson when Texas Tech offered him, I believe, earlier uh, in the summer, and uh, he's just a really good guy, and I love his tape. He's fast and violent, which is, you know, what you want to see on, on tape on, on defense. Right. So y'all have the grad transfer coming in uh, from Arizona. What do you, what have you seen from him, and what do you expect? Is he going to be able to play this year, or what, what have you seen? Yeah, yeah, I expect him to play play a lot. And uh, Well, I mean, he's the active leader in tackles for losses in the country, three-year starter, former Associated Press all first team all pack 12 performer he had a really good game against tech last year when the wildcats beat the red raiders in arizona i believe eight tackles a tackle for loss and was kind of all over the field and yeah i mean i expect him to step in there uh you know jordan brooks you know was drafted by the seahawks in the first round so he's gone there's a a spot he could fill there at inside linebacker and uh he's one of several transfers that texas tech has brought i believe seven like really high impact transfers including three uh, from the SEC, uh, you know, obviously now one from the Pac-12, 
uh, outside linebacker, a former Army All-American, and Brandon uh, Boyer-Randall, who he's going to start the outside linebacker for Tech for Michigan State. Uh, that's going to be a big part of what they're trying to do this year in terms of getting older, uh, faster, and just more talented overall in a hurry. Were you surprised that Coach Wells and them took that approach by bringing in the transfers? No, because they, they, like I said, they, you know, I mean, you can look at the game against Baylor last year. Uh, first off, what a great game. Yeah, there was controversy, but yeah, it was a great game. And, uh, you know, there were so many instances. I believe there was four games that Tech lost by either a field goal or less uh, where they could have made plays. Like, yeah, there was the controversial, uh, you know, non-fumble call, but they also allowed Baylor to drive the length of the field, and they had some other opportunities to win that game. There were several other instances last season like that for Texas Tech where I think uh, some more experienced guys, uh, some guys who are coming from winning programs, maybe they make those plays. You know, one or two more plays makes last season a completely different season. So I think that's what they're trying to do is uh, raise that, that experience level, uh, the emotional intelligence level and kind of bring some leadership into this program. And I'm kind of blown away with what they've been able to accomplish uh, this offseason. What, what do you have coming out right now? What kind of articles can we expect to see from you and where can people find it? Oh man, you know, we're always covering fall camp. We're all over it. Um, so look, look for further coverage in fall camp. But like you said, the 2020 re uh, recruits, they were uh, able to contact now. That's a big deal. So definitely look for that. Texas Tech's basketball roster, which, Wow, you want to talk about um, you know top ten class? Of course, Baylor uh, right there, two of the top programs in the country in the Big Twelve. So look for all that coverage on InsideTheRedRaiders.com, part of the twenty four seven Sports Network. All right, Jared. Well, we appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. No problem. That is uh, Jared Johnson from InsideTheRedRaiders.com. It is ten twenty one, twenty one after ten. Let's see if we can't say hello to Glenn Stretch Smith. Glenn, good morning, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing today? Interesting listening to what's going on in Red Raider land, huh? Absolutely. So, I, you know, it just, I, I don't, I hope, and I'm like Jared, I hope that this is not a a, a, a thing that's going to take place across the country in collegiate athletics. But, you know, when, when dollars aren't coming through, uh, you, you got to make changes. You got to do what you got to do to make this thing viable. And, and, and that's, what, uh, that's what they're doing in Lubbock right now. And you hope that maybe six months, 12 months, whatever the case may be, uh, that, that those dollars and, and those folks can, can come back to the athletic department. We almost think, you know, you almost go back to the NCAA basketball tournament with mm -hmm. the canceling of the basketball mm -hmm. tournament, with the dollars that obviously that brings in, March Madness, all the things that go along with that. And then it's football. I was reading the other day, guys, where football in Tuscaloosa means to their – Local economy, two billion with a B. You you think about that. That's I mean that is something that is just staggering. The money that those communities were losing, and I know Tom, you talked about that, and you were, you were talking about the trickle down effect with how that could and can work. It's it, it really can be crippling to the economy. Period of all of these towns, and I know here in Waco. I mean, when you start thinking about the the, the lack of dollars that will come into the community just from people coming in to go to the games, stay in hotels, and to do those kind of things, restaurants. When you start thinking about how 
that is going to trickle down in the jobs. It really is. We're, we're, we're very fortunate to have jobs and be working and doing what we're doing and, and doing what we love. And, and that's why even yesterday we were on the show, guys, and we're talking about, you know, the high school football and it, even the 4As and the 3As going out and trying to set the standard for these other teams to be able to play. It, it's magnifying and it's really maddening. And it almost is, it's almost hurtful to hear you know, to hear him talk and to hear how that really is, it, it, it's really hurting their economy out there. And you got to, you know, I mean, it's almost like I want to have a hotel guest on guys that own hotels out there and just say, Hey, how are you guys preparing for all this? Because it's, it's staggering that the, the losses that were that, that I think these towns are going to incur. Well, yeah, right here in River City. I mean, you, you stop and think about that. If you're only going to have 25% in, uh, in, in the stadium, you're talking hotels, you're talking restaurants, you're talking gasoline sales. There's so many things that it just affects. And that's, you know, those are integral parts of the economy for, for this community and all communities that, that uh, have Division One college football programs in them. And, and, and you're right. I mean, and, and again, I'm going to go back to basketball because I think this is, this is a trickle down from, from what happened with not having March Madness and, 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 when you think about athletic programs themselves, you know that's that's a that's a really small window right there. But think about the the you know some of these non-revenue sports and the sports that you know some of these other Title IX sports they're going to be hurt as well. And I think when you start seeing that and you start seeing how it's taken away opportunities from young people to be able to get that scholarship, to be able to start to work in high school and, and you know, get to have the goal of going to get a scholarship. When that starts, when that starts affecting that and, and, and the bottom line and the bottom line dollars, it, 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 it's really sad. And it hurts me as a sports fan and, and someone who does this for a living. Hey, it's t- uh, 1025, and we just got this uh, a moment ago. But I want to give you the uh, the college football games, give you some good news. The college football games that CBS intends to carry as their, uh, their you know, their premier afternoon game. Uh, on September the 26th on CBS, it's Mississippi State at LSU. That's a 2.30 kick. These are all 2.30 kicks. On October the 3rd, it's the Aggies at Alabama. October the 17th, you got Georgia at Alabama. October 31st, LSU at Auburn. November 7th, Florida versus Georgia. Just some of the games that CBS has announced that they intend to carry in that 2.30 window uh, this this fall and some really terrific football games. And hopefully we'll all be smiling and enjoying Division One college football throughout the 2020 football season. It's 10:26. Tom and Glenn and and Garrett, we're glad you're with us on game time. We're going to step aside right here. When we come back, we'll talk with Holland head coach Brad Talbert. We'll do that when game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. Greg May Honda honors Central Texas teachers during 25th anniversary celebration. Searching for an outstanding teacher to award a brand new 2021 Honda Accord. Submit your favorite teacher by October 15th. Entries can be mailed or delivered in person to Greg May Honda. Attention, my favorite teacher, 1601 West Loop 340, Waco, Texas 76712. Or email your entry to gmayhonda at aol.com. The winner will be announced Tuesday, November 10th. Complete details at gregmayhonda.com under hashtag my favorite teacher. Hello friends, I'm Keith Bush, founder of Bush's Chicken. We're all aware of the current crisis in our country and our own community. Our main concern at Bush's Chicken has always been the well-being of our customers and our employees. 
With all restaurant lobbies now closed, you can take advantage of the long tradition of the Bush's Chicken drive-through, known as the quickest in town. From our family to yours, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you in the drive-through. There's a line drive into center field, McKinney's coming on, he dives, he makes the play, what a play! It's center field by freshman Jerry McKenzie on a line drive that was sinking, he comes in and he dives, he scoops underneath it for the second out of this inning, and that's a sports center top 10 play. Boom! The home of Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. The world may look a little different right now, but one thing hasn't changed our commitment to ending Alzheimer's. When you participate in the walk to end Alzheimer's, you're part of a community that cares. And that community has never needed us more. We're still coming together in 2020, even if it means trying something new. Register today at alz.org walk and be the first to know about the walk in your area. Register your team today at wacowalk at alz.org. For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org and CUA Equal Housing Lender. Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Baylor Athletics released their latest COVID 19 numbers on Monday. The athletic department currently has 12 active cases. Five of those are asymptomatic, seven are symptomatic. The active cases are across multiple sports. The Rangers made a few moves to the deadline. Texas sent struggling starter Mike Miner to the A's in exchange for minor league prospects Marcus Smith and Dustin Harris. Texas also sent catcher Robinson Torinos and infielder Todd Frazier to the Mets for two players to be named later. Lance Lynn and Joey Gallo were reportedly on the trade market but did not get moved. Rangers and Astros start a series tonight. You can hear the Rangers broadcast on ESPN Central Texas and the Astros broadcast on Fox Sports Central Texas. Both start at 6.30 with first pitch at 7.10. Rockets have been pushed to a Game 7 after failing to close out the Thunder on Monday night. Game 7 is set for tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time on a Tuesday morning, 1029. Tom and Glenn and Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we're going to welcome into the program on our C&C phone lines. We're going to welcome in head coach of the Holland Hornets, Brad Tauber. Brad, good morning. How are you? Great. How you doing? Doing good. Hey, congratulations. Nice start to 2020 with the win over Burton. Tell us a little bit about uh, the victory and, and how you felt like your team played. Well, uh, it was a, a great win. Burton has a lot of tradition, and uh, a lot of toughness, and they got a lot of good athletes over there. So it was, a, you know, it was a good win. Um, it was a hot Friday night, and our kids got, you know, we're used to practicing at three thirty every day, so they they kind of were used to it. And uh, we were just happy to be back playing football. It was awesome. Yeah, you and I have talked a lot over the spring and over the summer about. Are we going to play? Are we not going to play? Are the kids going to get to go to work out? I'm just curious. When you went out on the field for, for pregame and, and, and you knew that, hey, we are playing football tonight 
What was that? What was that emotion? What was that feeling like, just from you and from the a coaching uh, head coach's position? It, it was like being a kid again. I just, I just love it. You know, it's one reason I do this job is I'm living vicariously through those young men and that just what they get to see. You know, and it, it's, uh, it, it was great for me. We're talking with Brad Talbert, the head coach of the Holland Hornets, and and and, and Brad, uh, you've coached it at a lot of different levels, and you're you're you got this Holland program rolling. Is it is it different from from where you're from your seat now when you start looking at okay, we got to have we get, you know our depth is a little different than it what it was when we were coaching at the four A level. How you how you how you manage snaps for guys that are playing on both sides of the ball, particularly early in the season? Yeah, it, you just uh, you can't do as much, and you got to just make sure. You know, one of those type things as a coach, you know, how do, you want to have a lot of stuff in and kind of do it well, or do you just want to have one or two, three things in and do it the, the best you can? And we try to keep things simple on offense and defense, and let the kids play hard and get in the weight room and build confidence, and then just when the ball snap, just it just goes. What were some of the areas of the game that you want to improve on this week? Uh, we, we we changed our offense to that flex bone stuff, and we just need to improve on the timing and the blocking and, and uh, uh, you know, just there's, there's little bitty things. And without having a spring and without missing a scrimmage, so we're, we're still kind of sloppy right now, but the kids are working hard to improve little bitty things every day. You got uh, Clint Zander and Boskeville coming up this weekend. Yeah, Boskeville's got a great tradition. Uh, they do a great job. Of, they have really good coaches over there at Boskeville, and uh, it's going to be a great challenge. Um, you know, so it's going to let us know where we're at because Clint does a great job. You mentioned improvement and those kind of things. Obviously, you want to improve, but is it true in your opinion that you make that most improvement between week one and week two? Yeah, I do, but, you know, they took a scrimmage away from us. So, I don't – you know, we may need another week on that. So – because uh, you make a lot of improvements in the scrimmages and a lot of personnel changes and a lot of things that you thought as a coach. And, you know, so I may need another week. Some other schools may not, but we, we may need another week and then have our best improvement. And, and that brings up a great point. You made an offensive change and a philosophy change. So as you roll through this thing, th- correct me if I'm wrong, but there may, there may be some things that you thought this personnel group – could do well and, and maybe you need to take that out and then you may need to add a few things out of the system uh, as you see how the kids handle the new the new program and the new offensive schemes oh no, no doubt you know coaches in their mind have how, how things are going to work one way but then once you get out there and you see it live some kids can't do what you thought they could do or some kids do better than what you thought or the kid you had at the second string decides that he understands it better and he, he has more confidence so those are the things that go on, and then hopefully by district we get it all together and then play hard. You know, Brad, and, I, and I, we've joked around a, a million times. Uh, this this is uh, what, what what's what's transpired in Holland is really kind of cool, where the program is right now. And and I guess when you when you're out and about in the community, the, the expectation I guess the expectation now is for the Holland Hornets to win football games, isn't it? Yeah, it was kind of the other day, you know, after we beat Burton, everybody was just like, oh, you know, Coach, who's next? And I said, well, hold on, man. I want to enjoy this one, you know. And, you know, and, and, you know, the last few years we've been really, really good, and, and this is a new group, and they're excited to kind of what's their legacy going to be. So it's it's fun to see these kids and the tradition and things go through. Coach, with the limited opportunities y'all had in the offseason and everything, how was y'all's conditioning in the, the first game? 
You know, I, I was pleased. Um, of course, we're going against another school of our size. So our guys are going two ways. Their guys are going two ways. So it was kind of – you could tell the game as it was going on was getting slower um, for both sides. Um, but I, I felt like we held our own and we're still – yesterday, you know, I ran the snot out of them. And when you're in two-way, you know you're playing offense, defense, and special teams. That is Brad Talbert, the uh, head coach of the Holland Hornets. Of course, you can catch Brad's uh, radio program every Thursday over on Fox Sports Central Texas, our sister station, and we'll have that program for you coming up uh, again this Thursday. Brad, thanks for the time. I know you're busy. We'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk. Well, we'll talk to you tomorrow. So, hey, appreciate your time. Hey, thank you. Go Hornets. There you go. Brad Talbert, the uh, head coach of the uh, Holland Hornets. Now, Brad has is a is a Central Texan. I mean, he from China Spring. He's coached in China. I think he's coached at La Vega. I know he's coached at Robinson, and he's uh, been over at Belton. So he's mm-hmm. been around. He's been around a lot of the bigger programs and and stretch. That's what we were. I was talking to him about is, you know, when you're coaching at the four A level in August and you're coaching at the two A level in August, it's different because of numbers. Well, and I what I what I, I tell you what I took away from that interview right there was when he started talking about how they took one of their scrimmage games away, how that, how that really affected what they could input, what they could do offensively, what they could do defensively, how they didn't have a real gauge from a conditioning standpoint of where they were. I mean, now think about that, and, and, and let's just apply it to what's going on, you know, in the NFL. Let's apply it to what's going on in college football. I mean, the NFL has no preseason, and, and, and it affects – and that's what I was talking about in our last segment, guys. Everything that we you, you think it doesn't matter what's going on with the Holland Hornets. I, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys better be watching and paying attention to what the hell's going on there because guess what? It's going to apply to them. They don't have any preseason games. There's not, there's not a gauge. There's not a compass that shows you a direction or what's going on or how you're going to make, you know, self-scout, make the adjustments that you need, need to make. And so I think – I think it's it's so interesting to talk to these guys and to get their feel and their insight to what's going on because guess what, guys? It matters at every level, even what the Holland Hornets are doing and what they're going through and how they're having to adjust to these times right now. And I, I think it's very interesting, to, and it's obviously a great listen to talk to these coaches and see what's going on. They're excited that they're playing, and by the, and by the same time they're sharing with you their experiences and what they're having to go through and how they're having to adjust, you know, minus the scrimmage. And and in the NFL, it's going to be minus preseason games. Well, and that's a great point. Uh, I think the NFL is going to get a taste of what Division One college football is is all about. I mean, you know, they don't have a scrimmage. They never have scrimmage. They come right out of the box, get ready to go play a football game. And sometimes, you know, you look at the SEC, sometimes those first games are conference football games. So you better be – you better figure out a, a program and a system and get yourself ready to play on opening day without those exhibition games. No question. There, there's no question about it. I, I just, I, just I, I, I love how, I, I mean, you hear the passion the last two days that we've been on the air from, from our high school coaches. You hear how excited they are and how, how much they love the game and how much they know it's teaching these young men. It's, it's, it's awesome to listen to. And, it's, and, and, and in this time and in these times right now where we go from talking to, to what they're going to do at Texas Tech to cutting the budget to how, excited he is to win a football game and boy if that's not 
if that's not a night and day difference, and if that doesn't make you feel good about where you're at and what you can do and the steps that are being made by these smaller schools to get out and play, uh, you're, you're, you don't have a pulse for crying out loud. Yeah, speaking of high school football, the polls are out real quick, and and I want to congratulate. And, and I know it's it's early, and the coaches will say, so what? We don't right. care. But I know it's cool. But it, it, it's a neat thing, and it's a tribute to their programs. Donnie Hyde in La Vega. Number one in Class 4A Division One after their 20-7 victory over number five, Port Lavaca Calhoun. And they're going to take on the Conley Cadets this weekend. And Conley is the number seven team in Division Two after their victory over Sunnyvale, 46-25. So Shane Anderson, Donnie Hyde, uh, they, they, they know each other. Yeah, Trust me, bit. it's about three, four miles down the road, and that should be a lot of fun. Both of them will tell you. Both of them are going to tell you that it's a non-district game, and who cares? But, hey, it matters, man. It's a rivalry game, and they are getting their teams ready for district play. We know that. But still, this is a great rivalry game. This is a game for the, the Conley community, the La Vega community, and, and all of Central Texas, in my opinion. I think it's a game for Waco in general, and especially sure. right now with Midway not playing and Waco High not playing, you know, University, university not playing. You can Everybody's going to go out there and watch that matchup, and you can't beat – you know, a top 10 matchup between two rivals right now. And finally, Cameron is in at number nine in the state uh, th- in Class 3A Division Two with the 21-16 win over Mahay. And don't forget uh, the Mark Panthers. They just continue to roll. They're the number one team in, in Class 2A Division Two, And they go beat Teague, and mm-hmm. they go up, what, two divisions and go and go win a game and go win it convincingly. And they're doing it again this week. They're going up a classification to play McGregor. So well, it's when, be a when, really don't, good when you can't find somebody to play, that's the problem, Glenn. These guys, they're, they're, they win a lot of games then they can't find people to play in nine district <laughs> and so they're having to move up a classification sometimes even two classifications uh, hey, Matt, and, and good for them you know what go go measure yourself against the big boys you got you got to be appreciative of, of what they're doing at mart and how they how they built that program and, and and now just like you said i mean the word is being heard around the state hey you, you don't want to tangle with these guys guess what good for them and and what they're building in that community out there. Hey, I want to switch gears real quick because we did not mention, and I, we had a couple of technical issues, but wanted to mention that the uh, Rangers and the Astros start a series, and I know the Rangers are stinking up the place at 12 and 21, but it's still an in-state deal, and it's a, it's it, within the division, so it's important uh, to the Houston Astros as they, they're 19 and 14 chasing the Oakland Athletics. Uh, so that series starts tonight on both ESPN Central Texas and over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. And Major League Baseball, Glenn, made a – I think they made a cool decision. They, The amateur draft has always been in June. And, and, and as college baseball players, particularly in postseason play, are thinking about the draft, and then they've got – you know, once you get to the College World Series, they're really thinking about the amateur draft. They're going to switch gears, Glenn, and they're going to move that amateur draft – to July, they're, it's out of June into July, and they're gonna they're gonna put it in conjunction with the All Star Game. So I think MLB has realized, hey, we'll have the stage to ourselves. We'll have we'll have the All Star Game. We'll have the we'll have the draft. So every everything will be focused around July 11th in Atlanta, Georgia, on Major League Baseball. And I think that's a good thing for MLB. No question that, that you. You know, the NFL was starting to take over with how the NFL was doing things with the combine, with the draft, obviously the season. And they're wanting to make – and the NFL's made their made their mark of being a year-round business. Good for Major League Baseball for looking at the – you know, seeing the lay of the land and making sure that – you know what? I, I never liked that anyway when those guys were in the College World Series. A lot of those guys were – 
you know, were they really were they really all in to what they were doing in Omaha or were they halfway, you know, one eye's looking at what's going on in the game and the other eye's talking to their agent trying to figure out where they're going to get drafted. Good for them. I think it's a good move on their part. It's 1043 here on a Tuesday morning. This is game time. Your all access pass to Central Texas sports. You can be a part of the program on the uh, C&C Collision text line, and that telephone number is 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. You can also join us, talk a little sports with us on this uh, Tuesday morning. It's 1043, and we'll step aside with more of Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Forgetting a birthday isn't Alzheimer's. Forgetting your own birthday might be. Trouble remembering a name isn't Alzheimer's forgetting your child's name might be. If someone you love shows signs of Alzheimer's, start a conversation. You may be their best hope for a better quality of life. Learn the signs at dshs.texas.gov slash Alzheimer's. See the signs, start a conversation. Funded by the Texas Department of State Health Services. There are times when you need a good doctor. And there are times when you need a good lawyer. But sometimes what you need more than anything else is a really good mechanic. Hi, I'm Jesse. Meet Jesse Britt, head man at Jesse Britt Automotive in Waco. He's not only a great mechanic, but he's also a really nice guy who'll tell you the honest truth about what's wrong with your car, what it's going to cost you to fix it, and how long it's going to take. Let's take a look. Any make, any model, Jesse Britt Automotive is your one-stop shop for automotive service. Air conditioning, transmission, brakes, tune-ups and tires, but alignments are their specialty, including 24 and 28-inch wheel alignments. Ask about Jesse Britt's famous $44.99 wheel alignment special. Just $44.99 for any wheel up to 22 inches. Jesse Britt Automotive, 828 North Valley Mills Drive. Let Jesse get you back on the road. You're good to go. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Here's Cam Newton. This was after a workout. Let him tell it. He's a very motivated young man right now. Here's Cam Newton. Check it out. You know what makes this different? Is they ain't never seen this Cam. They ain't never seen him. Because you want to know how I know? They ain't never seen him. The forgotten Cam, though. The it on Cam, though. I'm going to come in here and say that one day. Today, you guys are going to get a different cue. You know how I know? Because I don't even recognize Q. <laughs> I woke up this morning and looked in the mirror, and I didn't even recognize myself. <laughs> I woke up this morning and said, hey, wife, and she said, ah, who's that? She didn't even recognize this cue. Get ready, Ward. Yeah. WW, it's a different cue. Theater yeah. should have been a side job for me. You know what I mean? I think I should have been a theatrical major. <laughs> I think that I might have missed the calling. I think I no, could. You didn't. Unnecessary roughness on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Baylor Athletics released their latest COVID-19 numbers on Monday. The athletic department currently has 12 active cases. Five of those are asymptomatic, seven are symptomatic. The active cases are across multiple sports. The Rangers made a few moves at the deadline. Texas sent struggling starter Mike Miner to the A's in exchange for minor league prospects Marcus Smith and Dustin Harris. Texas also sent catcher Robinson and Torinos and infielder Todd Frazier to the Mets for two players to be named later. Lance Lynn and Joey Gallo were reportedly on the trade market but did not get moved. Rangers and Astros start a series tonight. You can hear the Rangers broadcast on ESPN Central Texas and the Astros broadcast on Fox Sports Central Texas. Both start at 6.30 with first pitch at 7.10. Rockets have been pushed to a Game 7 after failing to close out the Thunder on Monday night. Game 7 is set for tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Now it's time to fly around the Big 12. 1047. 1047. Good morning on a Tuesday edition of Game Time. Your Central Texas all-access pass to sports. We, uh, we're we glad you're with us. We hope you are having a fun Tuesday morning. Cloudy, Scott. You know what? You know why it's good? Why? And, and Glenn, you, you'll appreciate this. It, it's cloudy. It's 88, not 108. That makes for a better – that makes people in a better mood. Does. It so, definitely makes you for a better mood. All right, it's time for news and notes from the Big 12. And, and, and we call it the Big 12 fly around. So we talked a lot about Texas Tech this morning and uh-huh. all the cuts going on there. That was my first stop. And, unfortunately, they are losing 40 positions for a restructure scale for the salary. Um, and they, they lost – they currently project a $25 million shortfall in revenue. So that's hard to come back. So you can understand why they're going to make these cuts going forward. But closer to home with Baylor and the men's tennis program, with Coach Bowen leaving the program, the men's interim head coach, Michael Woodson, has announced a pair of updates for the coaches' staff. So he's going to take Isaac Van Muir, and he's been promoted to the full-time assistant coach, and George Goldoff has been named the volunteer assistant coach. And over the past two seasons, they've gone 38-9, including 26-0 at home. Wow. So hopefully they can keep that up with these new coaches. You never know, but they got the players there. I mean, I don't care if you're having an inner squad. You win 26 straight. That's impressive. Oh, no doubt. And then on to Ames. Iowa State Athletic Department announced yesterday that uh, basketball guard Tyler Harris, who averaged 9.9 points last year, and he connected on 138 three-pointers at Memphis. So he transferred to Iowa State, and he's been gained automatic eligibility from the NCAA. So once basketball season starts, they're going to add him to already a pretty solid roster there. And then on to Kansas. Uh, Kansas AD Jeff Long met with the media yesterday, and they're not going to host any people. Fans won't be allowed at their home opener for football, but he hopes to get that going. And he said yesterday that the ticket staff set out, uh, mailed out tickets as of August 31st. And because they, they believe that they're going to have home games and they believe that they're going to have fans there. And uh, so they're not guarded by any specific percentage mandate, but they're going to, you know, bring it in as little as possible just to make sure nothing has happens. Because you don't want to have an outbreak. You're trying to get fans in. You're already cautious. You're not going to, you know, have them at home. So you definitely want to be careful with this. Well, you're seeing numbers spike as kids and staff come back to school anyway. Right. And, 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 and you're right. You certainly don't want to see a just a huge number. And, I, I don't think I don't know. If there's a way to prevent it. Quite frankly, I don't think it is either. And I think you could do. Your, I mean, the stadiums are big enough to mandate and have these seats set to where Correct. you can socially social distance. distance. Correct. Yeah. I, so I'm with you. if you could do that, then I think it should be successful. Uh, headed to Austin. Uh, one thing we all know: Texas 
they're one of the people. They, they're a brand, right? You know, they have more T-shirt fans than anybody. They might not watch any sport, but you know the Longhorns. So they're going to capitalize on that. And the Texas Athletics is launching Leverage. It's an innovative name for image and likeness program designed to equip Longhorn student athletes with the knowledge and tools necessary to maximize their brand and perform. So Leverage, it's going to serve as initiative resource to help prepare student athletes for life after uh, athletics, which is really good because a lot of the times, you know, these players, if they don't go pro, they might not have a fallback. So if you're able to get in right now while they're in school, it's going to benefit them. And the Leverage program, it's going to provide specific curriculum around the areas of financial literacy, wealth management, assisting financial risk, task, uh, taxes, and making business decisions. So that's a really unique thing for all the athletes at UT. Kind of getting them ready for life, exactly. frankly. So, And we see too many times where players go out or you know, and they just don't have that knowledge and they fail. And it's unfortunate, yeah, but it, they're it, getting out in front of it. And even those that do get an opportunity to go to the next level, which we all know that percentage is small. Right. I mean, let's be honest. The percentage that leave high school and go to college to play athletics is small. I mean, it just is. So developing those those skills uh, from beyond, and even the athletes that, that do get the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to, to sign their name on a on a contract and get that signing bonus and all being able to manage those funds have and, and hire the correct people to help you and all, and all of those little things that right. go along with it uh i think that is valuable valuable information oh no doubt and that was that's what i have today for the fly around the big 12 all right it is uh 10 7 in front of 11 o'clock coming up at the top of the hour we are going to check in with bryce cherry the waco tribune here we'll talk some high school football with him we'll talk some college football with with bryce as well we'll do that uh, coming up at the top of the hour it is uh 10 glenn i was you know we we're going to talk i know we're going to talk some nfl football here uh in our next segment and you're going to kind of take us around the the nfl but you were talking about something and in it, it really is kind of true that the NFL, and I don't know how they approach it if, you know, on an individual basis, but they're kind of – well, they're not kind of. They are in the same boat that all of these Division One college football programs are in year after year. Without those exhibition games, they're going to have to make some serious decisions based on film and based on what they see with, with their eyes in practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought it was – I thought it's interesting how – you're seeing so many of these NFL teams right now who are just, you know, self-evaluating and having no idea how they're going to turn the bottom of their roster. So, I, I, I again, we talked earlier, you know, when we talked earlier with uh, with, with Coach Talbert at, at Holland, you almost you almost wonder if uh, if Mike McCarthy doesn't pick up the phone and call him and say, hey, we want to know we want to know how you guys have adjusted down there to that. No, they had no, they had no early season scrimmages and having to go out and play like that. It, it really is. It's, it, it's going to be interesting how the NFL, either they're going to have to dummy some of the things that they do down, which means, you know, not as many looks, not as many things, just like the high school. And just like you heard coach Talbert say with what they were doing with their flex bone and how they're trying to adjust when you don't have those scrimmages and you don't have that lifetime, it really is it's hard to evaluate. It's hard to see where you're at. It's hard to gauge your football team. So I do think that there's a lot of things that are going to happen with the, with the NFL as far as how they're going to have to adjust with no preseason. I mean, no preseason football. You've done nothing but scrimmage one another. So it, it, 
It really is. It's going to be. It's going to be a fun watch. I think it's. I think I, you know. I, I'm not much on fantasy football. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are big on fantasy football, but I mean, I, I think it's even going to affect that that style of the game. You'll find out September the 13th when the Cowboys take on the Rams right here on ESPN Central Texas. Kickoff for that one is set for 720. And speaking of kickoff, the uh, Bears and Louisiana Tech, we we still don't have a start time, but we're we, I think we're kind of hearing that within the next day or two we're going to get the uh, the exact start time for Baylor and Louisiana Tech. And speaking of the Bears, the uh, first edition, the first edition of our Baylor Coaches Show with the uh, the voice of the Bears, John Morse. That'll be coming up tomorrow night, Wednesday night at 6 p.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas with Dave Aranda, the uh, head football coach of the Baylor Bears, as the guest. So look forward to that tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, right here on ESPN Central Texas. 10.55 coming up next, Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trip. <laughs> have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Incomers Bank wishes the Mark Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need Incomers Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. Turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. Incomers Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The world may look a little different right now, but one thing hasn't changed. Our commitment to ending Alzheimer's. When you participate in the walk to end Alzheimer's, you're part of a community that cares. And that community has never needed us more. We're still coming together in 2020, even if it means trying something new. Register today at alz.org walk and be the first to know about the walk in your area. Register your team today at wacowalk at alz.org. Royal Pizza is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Clifton Cubs football. Before the game Friday night, go to Royal Pizza for a pregame meal or after the game. They're open until midnight for home games. Royal Pizza is more than just pizza. Try their delicious wings with a choice of five different flavors or a healthy salad or maybe pasta or a sub. Or you can try one of their amazing pizzas. Royal Pizza has something for everyone. Royal Pizza Fit for a King, available for dine-in, pickup, or delivery. Go Cubs! Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Home Buyers, and I buy houses cash. Call me today at 870-8645. I'll buy your house for cash and pay you cash up front. I buy houses in any price range and any location in Waco and Central Texas. Do you own a house that needs thousands of dollars in repair? Great, because I love buying fix-up houses. Do you have a tenant living in your property? Not a problem. I'll buy your house with a tenant in it. 
Do you think your property will be difficult to sell? Easy. We provide assistance for any situation. If you need cash for your house, call me today at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or check me out at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Remember, if you need cash fast, I'll pay you cash up front. Call me today at 870-8645. 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or online at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas. Time to rep your Rangers loudly and proudly with some fresh fan gear. Grab the redesigned Ranger script home white jerseys. Go retro with the powder blue. Or snag the newly designed red TX cap. These looks and a lot more are waiting for you at the new and improved Grand Slam Team Store inside Globe Life Field. We are open all week long and ready for you. Find us inside the TXU Energy North Entry or shop from your couch on MLBShop.com. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car. KRZI Waco, K256BW Waco, KTON Cameron, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. And all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. It's 11 o'clock on this Tuesday morning. This is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Tom Glenn and, and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune. Brycey, how are you, my friend? Good, Tommy. How are you, buddy? Doing terrific. Glad to have you on the program. All right, let's go. Friday night, uh, what, what was that like for you to, to actually go see a live sporting event and, 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 and have an opportunity to write about it and, and, and be a part of high school football again? Uh, it was lovely. Now I will, uh, mention that. So on Friday nights, I always kind of, uh, run, I think you always, you guys always called it the mothership. I run the mothership back at the trib and I, I write up all the games where we don't have a writer. So, uh, in that respect, it was similar to, um, you know, to past Friday nights. And that's a good thing, you know, uh, just following the game via, via radio, via streaming, which was new this year, you know, and then, uh, you know, on Twitter and all that stuff, getting calls from uh, correspondents out in the field. And, uh, but we had riders at seven games, and that was nice to, nice to have and, uh, you know, to actually have real-life football. And, and talking to coaches this week uh, already, you know, uh, I was just on the phone with uh, Robert Rubel over at Robinson uh, earlier this morning, and 
And he said, you know, yeah, that win over Taylor, it was great, but honestly, just being able to play was a win in itself. That has been the theme, Bryce. I've, I've had a chance to talk to Ray Biles and to, and to Brad Tauber, and they say the same thing, just the opportunity to get out there. And, and Ray said it best. He said, you know, once you got out on the field for pregame, it, you just felt like it was football again, and that's that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we all – have uh, missed sports over over these months, and you know as they've come back, you know we're we're just grateful, you know that they're back in whatever form they take. You know fewer fans, wearing masks in the stands, you know all that kind of jazz. Uh, I think we'll take that kind of those kind of uh, ancillary things, you know, just to just to have some some football, have some sports back. You know, Bryce, it's Glenn Smith. Let me ask you, when when you're talking to these coaches and they're they're kind of talking about how they've had to adjust minus the scrimmages, are you seeing are you seeing coaches that are that, that you feel like are having to kind of change their systems a little bit in order to get their players to where they're not having to do as much self scouting and being able to adjust to maybe some things that they wanted to put in that they haven't been able to put in yet. Yeah, Glenn. I mean, I think that uh, in talking with all these coaches and especially leading up to the games last week, um, you know, they all mentioned that, that those season openers were almost like a scrimmage in a, in a sense because uh, they only had one scrimmage, you know, whereas you usually have two. And so I think early in the season we're going to see a lot more um, – you know, personnel moving around and everything because they're still kind of figuring out their team. And, and you do that to a certain extent through non-district play anyway, but I think it's amplified this year um, with just, uh, you know, what we've been going through and the fact that, you know, they didn't have a, a ton of, um, you know, time to, to really figure those decisions out. Talking with Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald's uh, four minutes after eleven o'clock. Bryce, you know, there's a lot of conversation about, you know, the uh, the limited number of people that are going to be able to attend, uh, not only Baylor games but Division One college football games across the country. And I know it's disappointing, but on the flip side of it, we've got college football coming back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I was just doing a podcast with uh, John Warner and Max Olson uh, a few minutes ago, and um, and Again, it's that same scene that you just talked about. We we will have football. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like, and uh, certainly the atmospheric games will be a lot different with you know twenty five percent capacity or, or whatever it might be at, at your various you know college football venue. But um, but we do have football, and I think that's a good thing. And I think we all need to brace ourselves for the fact that there could be some cancellations. Um, but as we've seen with the Major League Baseball season, you know, you can uh, sort, sort of endure these cancellations and still progress through the season. And so I think that's going to be a big thing, you know, not to – to freak out if, if a, a, a game gets canceled or whatever. Uh, the Big 12, I think, has done a pretty good job of building in some some open dates and some, you know, some, some wiggle room into their schedule so that, you know, if there are 
games that get axed that, uh, you know, maybe they can get made up at a later date. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm like everyone else, I'm super excited and, and we'll just roll with some of the changes. It'll be weird at Baylor games, not going down for interviews. We're going to be doing those via zoom, uh, which I, I know <laughs> I was just saying, uh, we, we, we did this podcast on zoom incidentally. And, um, you know, before March, I don't think I knew Zoom existed. <laughs> and now I couldn't hosting Zooms and yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't you know. spell Zoom. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh and Max mentioned on the podcast, he said, you know, Skype really dropped the ball. They had the lead on that thing for a long time. <laughs> That's a fact. You know, you know, the crazy thing is and, and I don't know why I think about this, but one of the things that we always discuss in sports is home field advantage. So if we're if we're going to be at twenty five percent, is there truly, in your opinion, going to be a home field advantage? I don't think so. I think it, that'll be neutralized at least to a to a standpoint. You know, I mean, um, obviously, like in the NBA, it's always kind of funny in these bubble games that there is a home team and there is a road team, and you know, you get the logo on the court of the of the home team. Uh, and yet, what does it really mean? Because there's no fans there other than the, the virtual fans. And so, yeah, I think home court, home field advantage, you know, gets thrown out of the window a little bit uh, in this in this environment. Now, um, you know, even a, I've been at some, like, uh, high school volleyball games over the past few weeks. And, um, you know, even a small amount of people can sometimes make some noise. So, you know, you can still make an impact. But... But it it will be a lot different. You're not going to get the same kind of just, you know, ear-splitting noise that you might get at, at uh, you know, an A&M game when, when there's 100,000 people there. Bryce, what have you taken away from uh, your Astros this season, and what are your expectations as they begin uh, the series tonight with the Rangers? Well, they're kind of a, a mixed bag a little bit. I mean, they've obviously had a ton of injuries, and so in that I've been, you know, glad to see him kind of, um, you know, hold the ship a little bit um, because they they really have had a lot of guys out. Um, So they're playing okay. I think, you know, clearly they don't have as much pitching um, as they did last year and and probably in recent years. They're relying on some more unproven guys. You know, losing Garrett Cole, that's a big loss. I mean, obviously that goes without saying, but – um, but uh, they're getting uh, Jose, uh, I can't even pronounce his name, Urique or whatever his name is, back in the lineup, uh, in the pitching lineup. So, um, you know, I think uh, they'll be they'll be in the playoffs, and, you know, if you're in the mix, then, then you know, you got a shot. Hey, Bryce, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate you popping on, and we'll, we'll do it again soon. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, have a great day. Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald, here with us on this uh, Tuesday morning. 87 degrees this morning in Belton. That is terrific. 88 in uh, Temple and 88 here in the uh, studios of ESPN Central Texas. 11-10, we're going to step aside, and when we come back, Stretch is going to take us around the National Football League. We'll do that next when game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Our heat advisory continues until 8 o'clock tonight. It'll be partly sunny, breezy, and very humid with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially later on this afternoon and west of Waco. Highs top out at 99 degrees. Our heat index is high as 110. It'll be mostly cloudy tonight with a 40% chance of showers and a few scattered thunderstorms. Lows fall to 75. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies with a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms. And again, we'll have to watch for heavy rainfall with highs topping out at 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. I want you to be Gary. I want you to work on your Patterson. I think I can do that right now if you want me to before we get to Kirk. Gary, um, with college uh, football falling apart this afternoon, what's on your mind? Well, for us, Matt, I mean, listen, I, <laughs> I'm not worried about the bureaucrats up there in the office talking about, are we going to play? Who's who's going to play? I'm watching the film. <laughs> they said we weren't playing SMU. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This classic Matt Mosley Show moment brought to you by Central National Bank. Bank different, bank central. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. In the journey of life, challenges are part of the ride. But rest assured, the cowboy spirit of the professional bull riders will prevail as we welcome fans back to the arena with social distance seating to safely experience the sport they love. Two huge weekends and four nights of nonstop bull riding action, September 11th and 12th and September 18th. 18th and 19th. Limited tickets are available at the box office and online at extracoeventcenter.com and pbr.com. Find out what it means to be cowboy. Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Home Buyers, and I buy houses cash. If you own a house and want to sell it fast at a fair price, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. I can pay cash and close in as little as three days. I buy houses in any condition, any price range, and anywhere in the Waco and surrounding areas. I'm a private real estate investor who buys several houses a month, and I want to buy more. I buy inherited houses, divorced houses, behind-in-payment houses. I even buy my tenants won't pay me the rent houses. Do you own a house that is trash and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, because I love buying junk houses. I buy vacant houses, abandoned houses, condemned houses, and foreclosure houses. If you own a house and want to sell fast, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. 870-8645. Or check us out on the web at texastrusthomebuyers.com. texastrusthomebuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers and Astros play the first time this season tomorrow night at Minute Maid Park. There's a hot shot past the third baseman Muncy into left field a base hit. Muncy diving to his left couldn't get it. Have you seen my baseball? Hi everybody, Eric Nadell with Matt Hicks and Jared Sandler. Chops one on the right side though. Just beyond the reach of Bellinger, it bounces into shallow right. Peterson up with it. Tanner Falefa easily over to third base. Our broadcast begins at 6.30 tomorrow on the Texas Rangers Radio Network. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. What you do in privacy is your own business. 
what you do in public with your truck? Well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Eleven fifteen. this is game time. Tom and Glenn and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. It is time for us to go around the National Football League and Glenn Stretch-Smith, you're going to take a look at some of these divisions as we work our way to the start of the 2020 football season uh, coming up September the 10th. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm going to start out I'm going to start out west, guys. I'm going to start with the NFC West, and I and I want you guys to chime in because guess what? I, we all have different opinions. We all have different ideas. That's what makes the NFL so good. That's why everybody likes to gamble on the NFL. I think that's what makes it the best when you start thinking about. How, how how the divisions are going to shake out. And out West, I'm, I'm going to start with what I think could be the, one of the most improved teams in the NFL, and that's the Arizona Cardinals. Now, two things could happen here, guys. Cliff Kingsbury's been in the league for a year. What he did with Kyler Murray last year and how he was able to move him around and be able to do some things to hit some big plays, two things to me could happen in Arizona. Number one could be, hey, you, you've got a whole offseason where guys have studied what Cliff Kingsbury can do, what he has done, uh, what his system is in the NFL. But I think when you think about what Arizona has done with their offense, what they did with their offense, and the way they were able to, uh, again, move Kyler Murray around, I, I think it makes them a dangerous football team. And, and when you combine, you know, Larry Fitzgerald still can play. I still think maybe they have one of the best cover corners in the game for sure in Patrick Peterson. That allows you to do some things defensively. I know Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator there in Arizona, is very imaginative with what he could do. So I, I think this top to bottom, to me, is still the best division, can still be the best, one of the best divisions in football. I think Arizona is is probably going to finish near the bottom, but I think a very improved football team. Hey, his, you mentioned Kyler Murray. His ability – to, to throw the football with strength and accuracy on the run. D- does, does he remind you of anybody? Because I was thinking about that. I just – I think he's he's in his own little world. I mean, he does not remind me of anybody with, because of the ability that he possesses to, to move and, and throw with arm strength and would throw with accuracy while he is on the move like that. He's, he's an amazing I, football player. He really is. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, fellas. I was very critical of the pick last year. I was very critical of the hire of Cliff Kingsbury. I thought, boy, this is an absolute, it's an absolute just disaster waiting to happen. Well, they were able to do some things, and and Murray played better than I thought he would. I mean, he really did. I mean, when you look at 
like you were saying, Tom, I mean, his arm strength, he can push the ball down the field. I mean, I, I guess if you ask me who he reminds me of, I mean, I'd go all the way back to somebody like Fran Tarkenton. Now I'm starting to date myself a little bit and show how old I am. But I, I, I do you're, believe you're, that. You're talking about Arizona number 10, right? It's going to be a good team. You, when you mention Fran Tarkenton, you're talking about number 10, right, in purple? <laughs> That'd be him. <laughs> That'd be him. All right, let's talk about another team out west that I think – I think the arrow's going down on this team. Now, guys, I'm going to share with you kind of something that I learned in the NFL and I thought was always very – I thought it was always very fitting. And that's, you know, when you look at teams, when you look at players, when you think about guys, to me, you either put you, – either you're flat, that means you kind of are what you are. Your arrow's moving down, which means you, you, you're kind of past your prime, you're past your window, or the arrow's moving up. And I really believe when you think about guys in the NFL, you don't, you don't want to be flat. You don't want that guy that's the same kind of guy. And I think the trend for the Rams is turning down. And I say that because they probably still have – they do have the best defensive lineman in the game in Aaron Donald. But I think, I think they overpaid for Jared Goff. I think when you – Cooper Cup is a good receiver, but he's not a great receiver. He's going to kind of be their go-to guy. And I think the departure of Gurley and their maybe their inability to run the football has the has the trend on the Rams turning down. Are they a playoff team? I don't think so. I really don't. I think I think they're I think they're a fringe at best fringe nine seven possibly eight and eight football team. I I, I think with the loss of Gurley, it's really going to hurt them. Now, the top of the division, San Francisco, Seattle. I think these are two teams that we could. You know we could we could banter about and I and I you know San Francisco with Jimmy G Raheem Mozart I mean I I love Kittle the tight end I I really think he has he's revolutionized what teams are doing uh, with their tight ends I know fantasy football fans love uh, you know having a guy like that because he is he can threaten the deep middle he can do so many things for you and and, and he really is he's adequate as an in-line blocker in the line of scrimmage and so i think that makes san francisco a real threat you know you know to 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 get to get to the super bowl now can jimmy g still make the strides that 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 he's made the last 2 years uh shanahan does such a great job offensively with how they run i mean their zone scheme and then I'm going to go to the team that I still think will win the division, and, and that's the Seahawks. I mean, Russell Wilson, you know, Carlos Hyde's good running back, but I absolutely, fellas, I love the trade for Jamal Adams. I think without question, he is the best young safety in the game. And when you have that guy, and they've shown that before in Seattle, if you remember when they had Cam Chancellor, that, that allows you to do some things in your secondary to move some guys around, to be able to disguise some coverages that really cause people problems. And so I, I still think you, when you look at Seattle, Russell Wilson is absolutely, I, I mean, I, I, he's a class guy, but more than even more than that, he is a hell of a football player. And so I, I still think the, uh, the best team out West, is Seattle followed by San Francisco? I think the Rams are going to take a step backward, and then I, I think you could see Arizona as an improved team, uh, and, and and could be interesting here because I believe this division sends a team uh, to the to the NFC Championship game.
you Seattle, uh, it, it, it always amazes me. Number one, the it's almost a college atmosphere when, when it comes to the Seattle fans. And then the second thing that people talk a little bit about, and you, you can speak to this, you know, you know firsthand, the travel to Seattle. I mean, if you're in the central or you're in the eastern time zone, that is not a fun trip. Ooh, a tough, it is a tough place to play. It, it, it is loud. Now, there, that, you know, with, a, with this COVID, again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to not allow that 12th man up there to have the effect that it's had in the previous years. But, but when you think about it, like you were saying, traveling up there, having to get up there, it's, it's, I mean, let's face it, guys. I, I don't care where you're coming from, even, even from, uh, even from San Francisco. I mean, it's a, it's a flight up the coast, but that is a long way up there. And it, it, it does, it, it makes it for a tough place to play. But I, I do believe guys, and, and, and I want your feedback, Garrett. I know you're a big football fan and I know you follow this a lot. Can you think of a better balanced division in football right now than the NFC West? I really can, honestly. I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of really good matchups, and I think the 49ers have a really good opportunity to make it back to the uh, title game this year. Well, I, and I, you know, I, the guy I didn't I didn't mention is Nick Bosa, I and mean, he does a great job uh, defensively for them. I I, th- I think this is a this is guys this is going to be a heck of a heck of a division, and I think daily we start, you know, as we lead up to the to the start of football season, you know, we start talking about these divisions we let, let's do one a day leading into this but boy oh boy I, I'm, I'm excited about I'm excited about the NFL obviously you guys know that's my love and my passion but I, I could see this division really 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 being good and and you know Murray excites me I I, 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 I really was wrong on him and I'm not I'm not afraid or ashamed to say I, I thought that could be a real bust him coming to the NFL I almost thought you know what this guy needs to be the shortstop for the Oakland A's <laughs> not the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals and and you know what he's proved me wrong and he, you know well he's a guy that was too small he was too this he was too that but man he has proved the the naysayers wrong hasn't he oh absolutely and you know they they've gotten better on the offensive line I didn't mention that either but you know he had nobody last year I mean it was almost like they snapped the ball and, and, and he was running for his life. So I'm, I'm, I believe again, the NFC West, the best of it could be the best division in football. I think Arizona is still at the bottom of that division, but they are closing the gap quickly and they're closing the gap really because of one guy. And that's, uh, you know, that's Kyler Murray. Hey Glenn, where are we going tomorrow? Let's go. Do we want to go NFC East, guys, or do we want to save them for the last? Oh, I think they're go, the very last. We want last. to go NFC North. I'm going to let you guys vote on it. Who do you want? You who do go, you want? You want to go the let's North? Go, let's go the North. Let's go to the North. Let's go NFC North tomorrow. Let's break down. We got. Hey, you mentioned the Vikings, Packers. I, I think a good division there too. So let's talk the NFC North tomorrow. I'm, I'll, I'll be ready and fired up to do it. All right, that's coming up tomorrow on our NFL conversation. It's 11:25 here on this Tuesday from ESPN Central Texas. We'll step aside, come back for more of game time next.
In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners of the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements with more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Baylor Athletics released their latest COVID 19 numbers on Monday. The athletic department currently has 12 active cases. Five of those are asymptomatic, seven are symptomatic. The active cases are across multiple sports. The Rangers made a few moves at the deadline. Texas sent struggling starter Mike Miner to the A's in exchange for minor league prospects Marcus Smith and Dustin Harris. Texas also sent catcher Robinson and Torinos and infielder Todd Frazier to the Mets for two players to be named later. Lance Lynn and Joey Gallo were reportedly on the trade market but did not get moved. Rangers and Astros start a series tonight. You can hear the Rangers broadcast on ESPN Central Texas and the Astros broadcast on Fox Sports Central Texas. Both start at 6.30 with first pitch at 7.10. Rockets have been pushed to a Game 7 after failing to close out the Thunder on Monday night. Game 7 is set for tomorrow at 8 o'clock. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 1129 Tuesday morning. This is game time with Todd Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. And we welcome into the program former Baylor football assistant coach Bill Bradley. Coach, how are you today? I'm doing really good. How are you guys doing, man? Man, we are terrific. Glad to glad to hear your voice again, my friend. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We're at the San Diego Zoo. It's quite fitting. <laughs> are you really? You're at the zoo? <laughs> we just got here with our little uh, grandbaby boy, Hank Willie. There you go. Hey, coach. Let me ask. Let's get started right here. I know you want to. I know you want to get him out to the zoo. Let's get started oh, here. No, and we, we've been talking all morning about, you know, evaluating players. And I know with you having coached in the NFL, having been in Buffalo with the Chargers, uh, you know, evaluating guys when you got no preseason. I want you to think about. And I know you were just recently with the uh, with the XFL, but evaluating players and being able to see who who you're going to start. When you got no preseason game, who are you going to start when you haven't had anything except a, a, a bubble? I wouldn't call it a bubble. I'm calling it a tent in the NFL since most of those guys get to go home in the evenings. But when you've been, been in that situation, the evaluation and understanding who's going to start week one, and guess what? They, they start counting here in about two weeks. Explain to me how you think that process is going inside these NFL tents right now. Well, in the NFL, I'm sure they have a pretty good handle on everything, and and they're probably working real close with the scouting report, the head coach, and the individual DV coaches working with the scouts that are in charge of DVs, and they've probably seen enough video, you know. And of course, the veterans—they got the veterans right, so they've got it under control. It's not easy, and sometimes you're betting on the come a little bit, but. Uh, They'll, they'll have it under control. And some of the players, especially the veterans, probably going, man, this is great. We ain't, well, when I played, we had six preseason games. <laughs> well, and that, that's the thing that I want to get to. I want to get to I want to get to how how are you preparing your body taking away when, when, when and you know they're going to have fresh legs, and, yeah, they're going to have that. But it, I go back to the coaching side of it. And, Coach, you know they're not going to be able to run as many looks. They're going to have to dummy down some things because they haven't been able to show that in the preseason. So sh- share with our listeners a little bit about, you know, how you, how, you, how you went from being a player to being a coach and then being able to evaluate these players and, and really get your best guys out there. Well, sometimes you have to go on football savvy. For example, when I played safety, uh, I had to learn up everything to where I had to make the adjustments on the run, you know, as they come out of the formation. And uh, it was uh, it was a chore, but once the safety, and it helped me because I played safety in high school. I played corner in college. I played quarterback in college for a number of years before I got demoted. <laughs> and, and so I had a, I had a handle on the whole concept of football from on the other side of the ball, and then on, uh, on you know on, on game day making the adjustments. Back then, if you could count to, let's say four, you can play four different defenses. Now, in between that, when they come out of a certain formation, which you're doing a lot more today, so it makes it more difficult. When they come out, the safeties 
and a middle linebacker, let's say, your brainiacs, so to speak, and I'm not saying I'm in that category, but football savvy means a lot, and uh, especially on a player that you got that's a veteran or a rookie that's come out with a lot of knowledge, uh, and they have to make the changes on the run. You call a defense. It may stay the same. It may change to one side, backside, a different deal. So you have to know all that. So they'll have all that doubt. And that's why when I coached with the Bills, the Jets, the Chargers, I was very fortunate. And sometimes you don't keep the fastest, you know. Sometimes you keep the guy that can – because he knows what he's doing, he's already ahead of the fast guy. He's already done that. So that's what we did. And and, and at the Bills, when we led in a bunch of categories, our defenses has always led in a bunch of categories because a lot of times I would keep the football-savvy safety. And, uh, you know, in Buffalo, we had the best safety. As a matter of fact, after the NFL, he went on as a money manager and made all of his DBs from Buffalo Bills uh, (laughs) multimillionaires. That's the kind of story – yeah, and those are the kind of stories, Coach, we like hearing about. Talking to Bill Bradley, former NFL star, former Longhorn, former Baylor Bear defensive coordinator. And, Coach, I'd, I'd be reminiscent if I didn't, if I didn't ask you. Uh, and I know you understand this. I, wanted, I want to take you back to your playing days. But with the, with the situations of only having some of these stadiums not going to have any crowd, some of them are only, only going to have, you know, 25% capacity in the, in the stadium. As a player, you have to you have to feel that energy. I know as a coach walking out on the field when I was with the Cowboys, you felt that energy coming out of the crowd. All of a sudden, when you take that take that away, how do you think that's going to really affect these players and 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 their performance when when it comes time and the cameras cut on? Well, Stretch, I tell you what, you you've got a great handle on it, and you know, but. Uh... The, the crowd noise and playing in front or against if it's a rival, you know, that brings a lot of energy into a player, you know. And uh, now he's going to have to go on his own self-motivation and his own energy and his teammates. And, of course, all players are competitive, so they all want to win. So they're going to try to do the best thing. But I just think the energy of the crowd is – I know in Philly it sure got me fired up. And, uh, by the way, uh, Glenn – my claim to fame is not the Pro Bowls, not this, not that. It's I never got booed on the field in Philadelphia. And you know how those fans are. <laughs> hey, hey, Coach, I want I want to say this too. Your claim to fame, fellas. Let me let me let me let my two partners, Tom and Garrett, know. Hey, Coach can play the hell out of a harmonica now. I promise you. We'll, we're going to have him in studio and let him play one day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and stretch you and I. You know, we we we, we put FBU on the map, and we have more fun as coaches, and it relates to the players. You know, from the seventh grade up. Well, it's no question, coach. And listen, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your out of your vacation. Take your grandson well, out you, there and I'd get out there to the zoo. I appreciate it. For you, I'd almost do anything. But I know we had enough laughs to last a lifetime. Well, Coach, thank you, thank you for jumping on with us today, and, and safe travels. We'll, we'll talk soon. Hey, t- tell tell your son, Uncle Bill said hello. Keep on lifting them weights. Don't make his muscles too big. Keep a little athletic ability inside of him. <laughs> you got it, Coach. We'll see you.
Love you, man. Bye bye. Uh, you too. There he goes. Hey, that is Bill that Bradley. Is, that is awesome, Bill Bradley. Not when he was here, uh, Glenn. He was he was so much fun to talk to. I mean, he. I mean, if you wanted to have a conversation, he was. He, he, let's go. He'd have a conversation with you, and he'd have you crying before the before the conversation was over because he always had a story or two to tell. Oh, he 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 really is. He's he is a fun guy and fun to be around a great storyteller. And, you know, I don't know if most people know this or not, but uh, Tom, you may be in a high school uh, football buff, but he made what some say is the greatest play in Texas high school football history. And, and are you aware of that? I did not know that. Now, I, I knew okay. that, you know, I think that most of the Little League complexes or something to that effect in, in, in East Texas, I think it's Palestine, are named for his dad. Uh, right. So, so but, I mean, but but the thing I'll share with you is uh-huh. in the state championship game, he was rolling. He was a quarterback in high school. He mentioned that in the interview there. But he was rolling hard to the left, and as a right-hander, he could not. He had somebody chasing him so fast he could not get the ball. He could not throw it with his right hand. Literally switched it and threw a dart left-handed for a touchdown in the, in the state championship game. So he is, he is an unbelievable athlete. And I'll, I'll share this with you guys. I had him when we started up at FBU, which was, a, which was a camp that I brought in a bunch of uh, ex-NFL coaches, and we would travel the country putting on these camps to help these younger kids. And he got frustrated one day at a safety. Now we're talking about this was probably five or six years ago, and he was, he was in his mid-60s then. And he got out there, and he he couldn't get him to understand how he was what he was wanting to tell him to do to open his hips to pedal and turn and run. And at sixty something years old, he opened his hips and pedaled and ran and picked <laughs> the damn football off. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, that is awesome stuff. Eleven thirty nine. Hey guys, uh, this is uh, we just got got word that the uh, opening ball game against Louisiana Tech is going to be an 11 a.m. kickoff so it'll be uh, it'll be in that 11 a.m. window I'm assuming for television so 11 a.m. for the Bears that means we will begin bright and early at 7 a.m. four hours of pregame programming leading up to the Bears and the and the uh, in Louisiana Tech and we'll we'll uh, we'll get it all rolling about 7 a.m. and I know that everybody's excited about that. Oh, no doubt. I'm excited to see what Baylor's going to do this year, and I think it's a great matchup. You know, Louisiana Tech brings a solid squad in here, and it's going to be really fun. But, yeah, that, that turnaround from Friday night is going to be something in the morning. So, 7 a.m. And, Stretch, I know you're going to be you're going to be ready to roll. But, it's, it, oh, it, hey, guys, it's always football. Ready. So, I mean, we can't complain. I don't care. They can, they can schedule every one of them at 11 a.m. as long as we're getting to play football games. There's no question. No question about it, guys. Excited. Excited at the opportunity to be there, and and you know what, 11 a.m. It, it doesn't matter. Help late at seven o'clock. At seven a.m. It wouldn't matter. These kids are going to be excited. The city will be excited. It's 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 going to be a heck of an atmosphere. Yeah, and we'll we'll kind of get things rolling tomorrow night, Wednesday night at six p.m. with our Baylor coaches hour, and John Morris will have Coach Dave Aranda on the program, and we will talk Baylor football tomorrow night, six p.m. right here on your flagship station. For Baylor Athletics, ESPN, Central Texas. 11.40, 20 away from 12. We will step aside and we'll come back with more of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. Snap to Sanders. Ooh, he's him, Dan. Oh, he, oh, he dropped the football. That's a touchdown. It's picked up. Terrell Bernard will run it in for a touchdown. Ball popped out of the hands of Spencer Sanders. He turns it over. Terrell Bernard scooped it up and scored for the Bears. 17-yard return for a touchdown, and Baylor leads by 10. Your home for Baylor football. ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org and CUA Equal Housing Lender. Genco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid 
with your house's lid. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Baylor Athletics released their latest COVID 19 numbers on Monday. The athletic department currently has 12 active cases. Five of those are asymptomatic, seven are symptomatic. The active cases are across multiple sports. The Rangers made a few moves at the deadline. Texas sent struggling starter Mike Miner to the A's in exchange for minor league prospects Marcus Smith and Dustin Harris. Texas also sent catcher Robbins and Torinos and infielder Todd Frazier to the Mets for two players to be named later. Lance Lynn and Joey Gallo were reportedly on the trade market but did not get moved. Rangers and Astros start a series tonight. You can hear the Rangers broadcast on ESPN Central Texas and the Astros broadcast on Fox Sports Central Texas. Both start at 6.30 with first pitch at 7.10. Rockets have been pushed to a Game 7 after failing to close out the Thunder on Monday night. Game 7 is set for tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Glenn Stretch-Smith, and Garrett Ross. We're glad you're with us on this Tuesday. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll turn things over to UNR Unnecessary Roughness with Ward White and Q and Stephen Simcox. And we'll check in with those guys here in just a few minutes and see what's going on on the on the uh, midday program here on ESPN Central Texas as we bring you live and local sports talk from 9 a.m. with John Morris all the way up to 6 p.m. with Matt Mosley and Steven. So a lot of good stuff there. All right. Uh, tonight here on ESPN Central Texas and over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, we'll have the Texas Longhorns and the Houston Astros. Ranger broadcast here on ESPN, the Astros broadcast over on Fox Sports Central Texas. And that, of course, uh, is coming your way tonight at around 6.30. Fox Sports Central Texas is 15.90 a.m. and 99. I beg your pardon. Uh, it is uh, 13.30 a.m. and 93.9 FM. So uh, keep that in mind. And again, as we mentioned, tomorrow night, guys, 6 o'clock, we'll get some Big 12 and Baylor football talk going with John Morris and Coach Aranda. And then as we mentioned, the uh, season will start with Louisiana Tech, and that will be an 11 a.m. kickoff. So it, it start, it stretch is starting to come together. We, we've got high school football going through through 1A, through 4A, and then we're just, an, we're just a couple of days away from getting the, the college and NFL games going, and, and then the 5As and 6As will roll out their season. So, man, it's here, and it's, 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 man, it's, starting, it's starting to kind of feel normal, isn't it? It does. It does. It's starting to feel, it's starting to have a really good feel for it. I love, obviously I love in the program talking to, talking to our guest earlier. It was really talking to Bryce, talking to coach. I mean, that, you know, Bill Bradley, it's fun to talk to guys who, who have the same passion and understanding for what we want to do and, 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 and what we love talking about and what we love bringing to our listeners. I mean, I think it's anytime you're able to share that, 
to share that with people. That's it's great. And then you combine it with like you were saying, Tom, we're almost there. I mean, we're we're ready to crack open this college football season. The NFL is going to roll out. We're going to have five A, six A high school football. I mean, it, I, I just don't know that it gets any better than that in this time of year. And 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 understanding really what it's doing. I know we talked about this yesterday, Tom, but what it's doing for the outlook of our country and what feels like a very divided situation right now. Anytime you can unite people and bring them all together, and, and I think football does that, brings communities together, it brings people together, it brings a love for the game, a love for the sport. And that's, that, that, that's what it's all about. And, and, and our country needs football right now worse than it has ever needed it. And so I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get all sappy here at the end of the show, but Boy, we, we, we need it right now. And I was just thinking, we, we've, we've had conversations with Bryce Cherry, Bill Bradley, Jared Johnson talking Texas Tech football, and, and Brad Tauber talking Holland Hornets football and Central Texas High School football. And, and if you missed any of those, I believe you can check them out on our website, SyntexSportsFan.com, uh, and, and you go back and check out those, uh, those conversations. Right, Garrett? Yeah, and you can go to at 1660 ESPN on Facebook or Twitter, and they're out there. So there you go. Pretty cool that uh, if, if you happen to miss some of the, uh, some of the conversations and, and some of the program, then uh, you, can, you can check that stuff out. So that, you know, technology, man. Yeah, Glenn, it's cool stuff. I mean, when it, when it works, right? <laughs> There's no question when it works, and and you're talking to the other simpleton on the other end of this line right here, who's trying to make it work all the time. I, there's times I have to go get my 13 year old in here to help me for crying out loud. Hey, you know, I was just thinking. So we got one week of of high school football uh, in the books, and man, then this and now we're just rolling into it. Now next week or this coming week actually, Friday night, there's great games all over all over the central Texas area, but none bigger from a just an emotional standpoint because of the rivalry and because of the quality of these of these uh, programs. You've got top-ranked La Vega and 7th-ranked Conley and they're going to clash in a non-district game. And again, for those two coaching staffs, they're like, hey, this is just a great game and another step to prepare us for district play. But for the rest of us, this is like, hey, this is a big-time game, especially for some of us who have been a part of those games. You know, I'm uh, for those who don't know, I'm a Conley grad. Now, back when they wore leather helmets and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, <laughs> hey, what are you laughing at? Uh, it was funny. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's it's it, this is an emotional game. This is, I mean, this this is as important of a game for a lot of the fans as as you'll have all season long. I'm looking forward well, and to I, it. And, and, and man, I'm telling you, I, I I love it. I love it that those communities are coming together. And I, like you said, I mean, you you're we're cracking right out week two with one of the biggest football games in the state. I, does it get any better than that, guys? I, I'm asking you. I don't think so. And again, I, I promise you, if you ask those two head coaches, they're going to, you know, they're going to mention that it's a rivalry game, and they're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the importance of the game. But the bottom line is, for those guys, they're going to play a quality opponent. Each of them are, you know, playing each other. Going to play a quality opponent, which will do nothing but make them better as they get ready for for district competition coming up in a few weeks. So, I mean, in, in, I remember talking to Johnny Tusa, the former head coach of the Waco Lions, and I'd say, Coach, why do you play such a schedule? He goes, 
I want people to expose my soul. I want to know everything about my football team before we head into district play. And that's what you get when you play West and Lexington. That's what you get when you play Conley and La Vega. You're going to find out a lot about your your, your program, your players. Your, you're going to find out a lot of stuff about your football team heading into, into that game. All right, 11.53, and uh, Stephen Simcox has wrote – into the studios and uh, Stephen uh, unnecessary roughness coming up at high noon what do you guys got cooking hey tom how you doing man uh, i'm good a I'm good, good deal uh yeah guest wise we're gonna have patrick walker on at 12 30 um he covers the nfl for cbs sports but we usually focus on the cowboys with patrick because sure. that was his uh beat for a long time we'll also have tim watkins on at 1 30 he works for uh, bears illustrated so we do uh, some Baylor talk with him. Garrett also works over there at Bears Illustrated, has some good recruiting notes. And then we have a, a kickoff time now for Baylor Law Tech, 11 a.m. September 12th. So we'll get into that. Uh, one of those games you just mentioned, La Vega China Spring, we'll have Shane Anderson at 2 o'clock today from Conley. And uh, we've been doing – Q really has been kind of leading this, um, like, NFL training camp preview. So we're on the NFC North now. So at 2.30 we'll talk with uh, Tim Twentyman, who covers the Lions. And uh, we're also going to get in at the start of the show – Man, the Texas Rangers did nothing yesterday. Once again, I know Stretch had, um, you know, some some good takes on John Daniels and, and the lack of movement there. But another season where they're kind of one of the the focus. Hey, hey, this team's going to sell. You know, they're going to rebuild this thing, and nothing really came to fruition. Also, the Astros stayed pat. So we'll take a look at the the two MLB teams that we have on our uh, family of stations and kind of what they did at the deadline and what that means moving forward. I appreciate it and uh, look forward to it. Uh, that's coming up on uh, Unnecessary Roughness at high noon with Stephen and Ward and, and of course, with Q. All right, that is going to do it for us on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Many thanks to all of our guests, Bryce Cherry, Bill Bradley, Jared Johnson, and Brad Talbert. We'll do it again tomorrow at 10 a.m. Until then, have yourself a wonderful day.